something from a Scooby-Doo show, <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. Yeah. And this week we're going to Namibia. Got a panhandle, hasn't it? Has it? I don't know. I, I don't it, know. Ed? Panhandle. Panhandle. Does the, it have a panhandle? The shape of the country, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's the weirdest, like, border ever. It's like, do you, it's, yeah, it's a panhandle. But it's like super, there's this super long and thin part of the country. I think it's Angola to the north. South Africa. Only there are lots of African accents in this episode, by the way. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But like to the east, what country is it? It's south Africa. No, to the east, not to the south. Ooh. Ooh. Botswana? Ooh. Maybe Botswana, yeah. Well, there's two countries that should technically be bordering each other, but there's like this narrow strip of land of like 50 kilometers that makes them not border. And that's the panhandle. Yeah. Okay. A few places have panhandles. Florida's got one. Less said about that, the better. I read something earlier as uh, uh, the rest of the world sees America as uh, America sees Florida. I think that's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a really good, uh, good description of it. Yeah. I wonder how the rest of the world sees Namibia. I don't know. What do you I, think of I, Namibia? I don't know. If, I, I, apart from the, I suppose... Namib Desert, that is, I suppose, in Namibia. I've never really heard of Namibia. Oldest desert in the world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oldest desert? Yeah, oldest. Right. Is right. that the one with, like, the dead trees and, like, the really famous place with... I think it's the one... Uh, that's oh. the petrified... Uh, there's, like, a petrified lake where it's just... Yeah, I think... Yeah, yeah. Is that in Namibia? Yeah. Oh, and there's, like... Pretty much There's, right, like, yeah. skeleton... Uh, the skeletons of birds, like, perched on trees that really? have just been, like calcified by salt yeah aren't there loads of like boats as well in the N- namib desert not in the desert but uh, the coast. there's there's the skeleton coast skeleton coast that's what's yeah. called yeah, yeah. and um so that's Angola. i think it oh. goes all the way oh. down it's it's uh, it's the same well, coast i thought it was one of the most popular things about namibia it's because uh firstly loads of whales and dolphins and other sea creatures wash up but why because of the fog what well, whales what, they can't why do they wash up? The I don't know why they wash up there. It must be currents or something like that. But loads and loads of ships uh, crash around there because of the fog rolling off the dunes. Bloody so fog. It's very hard to navigate. Have you, see, have you seen that advert? For, I'm, I'm going to go on a lot of tangents there. Yeah, that's I'm all good. Re- seen that advert for um, a new TV show. I think it's on Sky. It's called The Mist. No. No. I've seen it a couple times. Um, it's about, you know the Stephen King book, The Fog, or The Mist? Yeah. About the fog that rolls into town and all shit, shit goes weird. Imagine that on an oil rig. Um, oh. It's got that bloke who was um, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones' old man toy boy lover. Oh my God. No, old, no, not him. The the old guy. White oh, boy. Khaleesi. Yeah, him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know he's Scottish. I get that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah well, you better watch for out it. for that fucking fog, pal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's, I get excited about fog. Lots of fog. Actually, it's one of the. Uh, it's got some of the highest dunes. Yeah. Uh, in the world, I do have the height of the main one. There's one that's really popular uh, to look at. Are dunes 100% sand, or is there some sort of solid yeah, it's all structure? Sand, all in sand, the... baby. All sand. So Namibia has so some of the highest sand dunes in the world. The Susu, the Susu's, <laughs> oh, Susu's Vle, 
uh, sand dune. Souffle. <laughs> Souffle. Uh, and it's called the Big Daddy Sand Dune measuring 325 <laughs> meters. Big what, Daddy tall? Sand Dunes. Yeah, it's called the Big Daddy. Uh, uh, what's I, sorry? Uh, 325 meters. It's pretty yeah, tall. That's all right. It's one of the highest. What's the Luxembourg's mm-hmm. highest point? It's 543 years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got a couple of facts here. So uh, the most photographed dune, it's not not a very interesting name as uh, as Big Daddy, but it's called Dune 45. But that's the one that everyone that's climbs a, to. That's a pretty cool name. I quite like. I, I like 45. numbers in geographical. Like, it's like that well, mountain. K, is it K3? K2. 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 Cool name. But the yeah. thing is, there's no... There's no other dunes with numbers in Namibia. It's just June 45. So what? They're just like, what's the coolest name? UB40. <laughs> Sam 41. <laughs> Blink 182. This goes down. <laughs> uh, so the coast has got its name, the skeleton coast, because of the seal and whale skeletons that uh, wash up there. Human skeletons often uh, wash up there as well. But yeah, at least a thousand known ships have wrecked on the skeleton coast because of the fog spilling off the dunes. Oh, yeah. We just run aground. Uh, yeah. And uh, the Portuguese refer to that area as the gates of hell. And <sighs> Bushmen call it the land God made in anger. But on a better note, it's home to the largest population of seals in the world. That's so That's cool. For me, in my mind, seals equal cold what, water. What's, um... But I think Namibia might yeah, have cold, water. cold water. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. Atlantic, like, you know, down there. Yeah, but it's fairly close to the it's equator. Not tropic, it's not tropical, though. Not at all. Uh, but it's, I mean, I don't know. It's desert country, so in my mind, I'm like... What's, um, what's, what's the name of the... What the Portuguese call it? Oh, uh, Gates of the Hell. Gates of Hell. Yeah. What's, that, what's that in Spanish? Because I'm, I'm, when, when I hear phrases like that, I instantly think about Jurassic... El Gato Diablo. No, I think about Jurassic Park, when it's like, Isla del Muerte. Oh, <laughs> <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's like, Puerta del Fuego. Oh, the, del Land Inferno. Fire, no? Inferno. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. But Puerta might not be the... Like, Puerta, Puerta is, is gate, door. I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah, same, same. Yeah. A gate is a door outside, I guess. Yeah. You, is that a gate? Uh, I don't have a gate inside, I, don't, I guess do it depends if it's oh, trellis. Oh, you have baby gates. Oh, you do have baby gates. Mm. Baby gates are see-through. What, baby gates? It's, well, the, little d- it's the way they walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a gate, but smaller. For a child? Yeah. <laughs> the stairs one, you know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one of those as a, as a child. I think a lot oh, okay. of people did. <laughs> I was going to say, when did you have a child? I have a, a little more to add, sorry, on the on the coast. The dunes that meet the sea. like the, the, the That's such a cool site. Like it's dunes, bonkers, isn't it? And then waves. Especially if you mix that in with dead whales and ships that have run aground. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And then, uh, so it, that's called death. the Namib Sand Sea. And it's the only Whoa. coastal desert in the world that includes extensive dune fields influenced by fog and it's uh three million hectares wow speaking yeah. of well size wise well three lazy, million hectares what is that I have no facts clue. on us so the area of namibia is eight hundred twenty-six thousand square kilometers pretty big which is yeah very big 318 luxembourgs Luxes. That's, yeah, compared to like now we can actually like, imagine <laughs> the size of the countries having talked about it, uh, about Luxembourg. Uh, but population wise, it's not big. It's only 2.5 million, which is only four Luxembourgs. Obviously, most oh, of it shit. is desert. Isn't it? It's like the second most sparsely populated country in the maybe, world. Maybe third after Australia. No, I don't think Australia mm, no, yeah, I think qualifies on that list. Maybe I've got. Maybe I've actually. Is got Mongo- wasn't Mongolia Mon- number Mongolia one? Mongolia is the most yeah. sparsely mm. populated. 
Men man gør det har små en 2.5 million habitat. But it's way so. bigger than yeah, 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 but No panhandles, dickheads. No. Yeah. Just a blob. It is a blob. Yeah. I also wrote down that it's the driest country in sub-Saharan Africa, but I'm not sure. Uh, dry, yeah, driest country in sub-Saharan it, Africa. Does fog count as precipitation? I guess not. I don't know. Surely some vegetation would be able to grow if that yeah, was. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, succulents. <laughs> But I think I think that's kind of part of the, like part of the dunes. Like the, I, I know you were saying, like the structure of it is is sand, but there's definite foliage there, especially with the fog and with mm. all the wind coming from the coast. I'm not sure. Probably quite the, the only time rich. I've been like in a sand desert, there was quite a lot of foliage. Yeah. yeah. Which desert was that then? Some somewhere in Turkmenistan. Oh yeah. But I imagine that's a bit like rocky and like scrubby. There, there's bits it's not where nice. it's sand. But underneath it would probably be rocky, like not proper sand dunes, like mm. shit sand dunes, shitting on yeah. the country. Ed, I mean, we had the the sand dunes in in Morocco, and they were the thought of getting dropped in sand dunes is is one of the scariest things in nature. I think. Yeah, would you rather die? Know. Would you rather die? Like, would you rather die heat or cold? You know, would you rather cold. die in the sand dunes or? I'd, I'd take cold any day. Do you know about that phenomena? I'm, where? I'm not sure, do you know? It's a tough question. We're talking about phenomena now, Ed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've moved on. That phenomena that, that it's, causes... It's a split uh, second. I have no time to think. That, that causes people to take all their clothes off when they're... Oh, down. yeah. I've heard that. It's a legit... just speed it up, wouldn't it? Well, no. It's, I think it has some... Something weird happens where look, all the blood rushes to your skin... And it gives you the impression of being really hot. So you rip all your clothes off mm. thinking you're going to burn to death. Or not, or just, I think, but, you know, okay, I'm adding one element to that question. Or would you rather be left stranded like on a, on a rock island in the middle of the sea? And then you literally or, cannot survive. As in like, there's no, nothing to sustain life. Versus dunes. Versus dunes. Versus what was the other thing? Freezing uh, to freezing. death. Freezing. Yeah, I'd take freezing to death over any of those. At least with the rock, you can go. You can go for a swim. A Actually, nice yeah, I thing. think I'd load my pockets up with some of those rocks and just go swimming. So you'd rather drown? I'd rather drown than any of those. Yeah, it's quicker, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Hundred percent. Pin myself to the bottom of the rock and just. And this is getting, this is getting very, very unpleasant. This conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I know I started it. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. <laughs> I'm Kevin, and I want to die by drowning. <laughs> I um. Well, speaking of wanting to die. <laughs> um, what well, do they eat now? <laughs> no, I wonder what the hotel situation is like. Well, oh, we're going in. We're going in. Yeah, going right. in early. Um, going in. Um. Brought to you as always, the weekly weekly segment, if you haven't been listening yet. Brought to you as always in association with the Alpha Guest House, pre- Bristol's premium guest house accommodation. Um, they've just ordered a new card machine. It's in the post. <laughs> They're gonna put What's the fog situation like there now? Uh, well, <laughs> pretty high. Uh, vis- visibility <laughs> <laughs> somewhat moderate i think moderate um this is the seaheim hotel oh the best thing is i got two reviews i got one response oh these are the best and i'll do it in a south african accent because i imagine he's a sapphire um avoid 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 the rooms are musty 
No AC, most of the electrical outlets do not work, the food is mediocre, the owner treats his staff very poorly, and he is disorganized and quite dopey. I think... I hope this is the one that he's responded to. it is. is. I just misspelled everything. (laughs) It's it's sick burn. Um, I think it is the only game in town, so I had no choice but to stay here. The swimming pool is tiny and has not been filled in two years. Response. Shall I do it in South African accent? It'll bring me so much joy. Whatever makes you happy. Hi. I'm sorry (laughs) that you are unhappy. You are not staying here. How would you know about the swimming pool was not filled in two years? We do cleaning of the pool regularly. I can't, I've lost it. No, no, you got Um, it. You're you're rolling the R's. The swimming pool is the attraction for my tourists. If I treat my workers badly, why are they still here? Why didn't they look for other work if that's the case? I will talk to them strongly about perfection, guest satisfaction, (laughs) professionalism, to work on these aspects as a business, but not treat them badly. You definitely shifted a lot know, towards the I end lost, there. I lost interest. You went into a bit of German as well. Oh, well, it, I tried. It became quite aggressive, to be honest. Like um, The next one... That guy dropped sass. Next one has probably one of the best uh, little mini titles. You know when you write a TripAdvisor review, you write a little title. Mm. Something from a Scooby-Doo show. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> We stayed, no snacks. <laughs> we stayed there for lunch. Wait, wait, wait. Was the but not in a good way part of the title? No, or? no, no, no. Oh, so, no, 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 no that's some clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, this one's done a creative writing course. Um, we stayed there for lunch. Didn't actually stay in the hotel, but we had a good look around. It is well and truly beaten track, Mano. And approaches looks not bad. On closer inspection, it's a cross between Faulty Towers and a set from Scooby Doo. Staff were surly, and for lunch, the choice was toasties, toasties, or toasties, <laughs> albeit with cheese, ham, or tomato. Suffice I don't think I would mind that if it was just right. a toasty menu. I quite like a toasty. Suffice to say, when they eventually arrived, they were absolutely hideous. It took two plastic apron staff to produce them, so maybe we were expecting too much. My Diet Coke was within the last month of the sell-by day and tasted tinny and dreadful. Um, the sign may be that Diet Coke isn't in big demand in these parts. <laughs> the pool was unusable. How I wish that I had taken a picture. I have never seen as dirty a swimming pool in any hotel or guest house in my entire life. It was green with algae, thick with gunge, and about everything else which would make you ill. Still, there was a price of tw- of $10 for the privilege of using it. I also used the ladies' washroom, and Grim does not even cover it. Awful, horrendous, disgusting. Sounds like paradise. Well, and what was that place called? For the pool. That's the... Is that what it, they yeah, said? $10 to use the pool. Wow. What kind of dollars? She won the guest, though. She's just there for lunch. Yeah. She's just there oh, for the, well, yeah. just Cheeky there for the Um It's the Seaheim Hotel. I'm not, I, I'm not sure if it's in Windhoek. Windhoek. So they went there for food, did they? Oh, yeah. And you will never guess what the national <laughs> food is. <laughs> I, bet, I bet I can. Cheese and ham toasty. <laughs> oh, they nailed it. <laughs> um, so the food of Namibia is like mainly meat. I bet um, they love a good braai there. Braai? What's braai? Is that like a sausage in South Africa? It's a, I don't a braai know, is just a barbecue. When I oh, did the is, research, I, I, there's so many websites that said that one of the top foods is Bratwurst. Oh. With Brötchen. They spelled it in German as well. Yeah, there's loads of Germans in Namibia. 
Did not know so that. Was it? Was it? A, is it a former German colony? No, just loads of. Isn't it like the Dutchies went to South South, South Africa? Just the Germans went to Namibia. Fair. Well, that explains it. You even said vent to Namibia. Then did well, you do that on purpose, or yeah, were you just, just method? <laughs> um, so they eat ostrich, antelope, zebra, giraffe, oryx. Oryx, yeah. yeah. Don't know what that the is. national animal. Oh, yeah. Kudu, lamb, and beef. So they eat all the meat. Have you, had, have you ever had ostrich? Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, it's nice. Pretty bang is on. It, yeah. Is it like chicken, but No, it's like more dark, dark meat. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I had ostrich I had burger. burger. And zebra. I had once as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. Tastes like shit. And it's like leather. Mm. Yeah. Well, is, that the, is that the zebra's fault or the chef's? I'd say the zebra. Yeah, fuck you, zebras. <laughs> yeah. So selfish. Um, they generally grill it and then add some tasty sauces to it. Mm. And the main thing is something called the mahangu pap, which is a gluten-free porridge made from pearl millet flour. Um, mm. so in some regions, they mix it with maize flour as well. Sounds divine. And to <laughs> I'm not sure if that's sarcasm or not. It is. <laughs> um, to prepare to prepare pap. You first boil water in a large pot. Once boiling, you add a thick paste of flour and water to the pot and stir it until it's a thick texture. Sounds porridge. It sounds so... Porridge is gross to me. I like. I do like the odd porridge. I've got yeah, a lot of porridge. I wouldn't have this. it like every day, but like, I'll have porridge every now and then. I, I just start, like a bowl of sick. I used to start my day in Atlanta there with a bowl of porridge. I had all the types of porridge. I didn't know there was more than one type of porridge. They like uh, porridge in Eastern Europe and like in... Well, clearly, they like porridge of sorts well, everywhere. Yeah, but this is like, I suppose they can't grow much apart from, you know, stuff that makes flour. It like is dry there. Yeah. yeah. And then they also have something called rohak, a deli dish made of raw minced meat. Raw minced meat. Yeah, usually mm. game steak, which kind of makes sense, which is lightly smoked and served in their favorite carb, which is brötchen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that so bread, it's just like, like a, a roll cup. yeah it's just a roll like a so it's just a sandwich then it's basically a sandwich with raw meat and uh it's well where's the texture where's the crunch the bread well it's crunchy bread well the, you know i thought it was like a soft bap no 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 it's like britain has got like a fairly strong so crust. is this like a namib kebab type type deal uh, then? Raw. but raw no one's oh, thinking man. about the fact that it's raw meat here yeah, raw meat's fine. You eat steak tatar. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Not mince meat. Yeah, right. Well, that's what steak tatar is. Tatar is tatar. It's not mince meat, though, is it? Well, you just chop it really fine, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. No. Well, I'm yeah, surprised they eat oryx though. Because they're quite, main. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do yeah. oryx look like? They got big horns. They are big, beautiful, black and white, Delicious. type. Uh, yeah, long, straight horns. Got a bit of a fatty bit on the back. Uh, is it like a zebra antelope? Oh, I know what But this bigger. Is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're big, big, beautiful animals. There's one last thing I've got because it's pretty impressive. They eat a mushroom called, which is probably grow, growing because of all the fog, because mushrooms like humidity. Mm. I don't know. It's just me guessing. But something called Omajova. Uh, and they're wild mushrooms. Uh, and they only grow on termite hills after the first big rainfall of the season wow. in the savannah. Uh, so Are they the glowy ones? I don't know if they're the glowy ones, but they grow up to 28 centimeters in four days and can Fuck. and can weigh up to ten uh, to one kilo. Man, I love mushrooms. I love mushrooms. mushrooms. They are so cool. 
and good and now they communicate fun. now we heard about this yeah, yeah. Like mycelium. through the roots right through well, the floor they think that they actually think that trees communicate through the mycelium structures in the forest floor so sick yeah they may, I, I saw a video the other day of them making um leather out of mycelium oh, roots. i've heard about this yeah yeah grows quicker it's more sustainable from it was like you can get a kilo out of like a square meter but then I for saw the exact same video as you. No, it was shit. like a TED talk. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TED talk. But just a short advert. clip because yeah. I don't have the attention span. I watched the same one. Yeah. Um, I've got a we're, couple of we're in bed at the same time as well. So it makes sense. <laughs> we did share a bed on the weekend, actually. Oh. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, it was a bit gassy though. We were anyway, we were both holding him farts until the other one left the bed. Where was Chris? On another bed in the room. <laughs> Chris was farting away. Chris was out in the van, <laughs> locked up. But we'll yeah. more about that later. Yeah, we teaser. will talk about that. Yeah, that's teasing in it. The, the teaser is you guys were in the bed farting all night. It was yeah, but why? Stay that's the tuned. Tease. Why? <laughs> Are you actually going to explain why? Or yeah, yeah, we can go there but now. Is, is there a reason why you were actually farting? Oh well, the garlic bread probably for one. Supper sandwich. There you answered. go. It's we'll we'll hit the we'll talk about whales towards the end. Um, and garlic bread and, and garlic bread. Uh, just a quick segue from other plants. Their uh, national plant is a Wellwitchia mirabilis, which is a unique desert plant, uh, and it fights for survival and therefore the symbol of the nation's fortitude and tenacity. Oh, I like that. Very so nice. So I'm just going to hit their national animals. You got the oryx, which uh, it's a type of antelope. And they've used it because of its elegance and courage and pride, because they do look very noble. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine it on some Texans' wall. Yeah, yeah, I'd look <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the African fish eagle is their uh, national bird, and a symbol of far-sightedness of the country's leaders. Uh, but very, very cool animals. But the coolest animals in the country are. There's uh, a small population of desert elephants, only one of two in the world, and they've they're the same one species. One of two individuals. No, no, uh, of herds. Do you call them herds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of two herds in the world, and though they are the same species as normal African elephants, their feet are bigger and their legs are longer because they have to walk further mm. and over sand it's a bit more webby more webby web toes and they can smell water from five kilometers away i'm calling bullshit on that no that's true what happens when it's foggy oh yeah fuck dang yeah 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 that's true uh and it's also home to the largest population of free roaming cheetahs as well yeah, three and a half thousand that's a lot of cheetahs. That is a lot of cheetahs. Downside is they do a lot of the up close and personal uh, big cats cuddling thing, oh, which is worst. not great. I think we talked about this in the Thailand episode, didn't we? Uh, what with the tigers you, being mate being on, on smack? Yeah, and you see a mate from back home who's got a picture of it, and you're like, oh, you bastard. They got a new yeah, tribal yeah, tattoo the, and, a, and a tiger. And a motorcycle burn on their mission. Yeah. Um, is it the Thai tattoo, they call it? Well, from from cool real animals to potentially cool probably fake animals um <laughs> i've got a good one for namibia for the cryptid and this is the namibian flying snake 
Oh, yeah, boy. Um, I'm intrigued. It's found in the Karas region of Namibia. This serpent was said to have been seen in 1942 by Michael Esterhus. I'm guessing he's German. Uh, or he Dutch. No, or Dutch. Let's go for that. Is, it, is there a Z in there? No. Can we get Ed to read it in uh, one of the, I guess, silly voices that you say <laughs> in a other language? That guy's German. Esterhuser. Esther Hooser then. Uh, he was tending his flock of sheep on a farm. Uh he saw a massive snake hurl itself down a hill and so seen it all the times, yeah. Um so apparently Didn't sound like it was flying. Right. Said it was going down a hill. The snake oh, no, has confused another, another sighting in, in 1978 where a French farmer who was tending his cattle in the same region said he saw a bright white light and then he noticed it heading straight towards him. Then after he heard a massive thud and he heard one of his cattle moo in pain, as he rushed to check what was happening, the cow, he saw the snake. And he quoted the local police, I'll do it in a French accent, I uh, saw what looked like, as the best matching description I can give you, is that it looked like a dragon dragon <laughs> thank you for clarifying that it had a blinding white light on its head which was bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Blinding me. God, this guy Whoa. learned to talk French, man. Um, and it was the color of brown and yellow. It had green eyes, and there was a tar-like smell coming from it. And it had smoke coming out of its nostrils. Um, so legends believe that this is the... Um, How big it, is it? Oh, big, big. i got a size here. Twelve. Well, it made a thud in the sand. Yeah, it made a, big, it made a thud. So, you know, big enough to make a thud. Thud um, size. Speaking of breath coming out of dragons... Yeah. How the fuck are you going to... Where is There's that? an underground lake, the largest in the world, called the Dragon's Breath Lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that's it might be tied into that. Yeah, possibly. Mm. So it's underneath the Kalahari, and it's about 100 meters down, and the word Dragon Breath uh, describes the cool, fresh breath that one encounters oozing out of the cave uh, when you go down there. Um, but it's also home to the world's rarest fish, which is a species of, of catfish. And there's they live in the underground lake? Yeah. Whoa. And there's only two, an estimated 200. Oh, that's sick. And they exist nowhere else. Yeah. Pretty cool. You quite often find that with, with animals in, yeah, in caves, especially the fish. And they, I don't know about these ones, but a lot of fish just lose their eyes. Hmm. They just turn into, they just look like little pink knobs. <laughs> 
knobs with fins. So I feel like I've steamrolled this one oh, with uh, with all the animals. I was going to look into the history. It's probably quite interesting, but I can be bothered. And instead, I looked at some of the local peoples. So um, Ooh. the tribes and the people. Yeah, I, I, try, I saw a little bit and I just tried to avoid it because I, I thought one of you guys were going were gonna to hit that. I've got... I've got five tribes. Do you want to indulge me by listening to? Yeah, go ahead. Always. Um, so this Namibia is home to several tribes. Each one has a unique custom that is worth looking into. I've got clearly copied and pasted this from a website. <laughs> so we've got the sand people who can be directly linked back to stone age inhabitants. Um, they have a history going back many centuries and spanning many parts of Eastern and Southern Africa. They make a lot of rock art. Um, vitally important to check to the shaping of the country's culture, heritage is, and history. Isn't there like a, a massive collection of, of rock art in, in one part of the country? That is the extent of my knowledge. But I think there's a quite a high density of as far as Africa goes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yes I'll allow is. it. <laughs> Then you got the big country. <laughs> uh, then you got the Nama people, who have been best been known as farmers and pastoralists. Same pastoralists word. is that farmers? Oh, farmers and farmers. Um, pastoralists. But they I were. I don't think I've ever heard that word. It's specific for grazing. I'd have thought. Put them out to pasture. But they were fearsome fighters in the prehistoric era. They always fought over land with neighboring neighboring tribes. Nama people are quite feisty and always have been. So it's Is no it Nama? Nama, N-A-M-A. So they rose up against against the Germans. Uh, during a very dark and brutal episode of the early 20th century, Germans carried out a genocide, typical of the Nama. <laughs> where they Classic lost Germany. At it again. Um... I lost the numbers along with their fusil lands. You've got the Dharama people who speak the same language as the Nama, and that's pretty much the only similarity. Um, don't understand why they're different. You've got the Ovambo people having migrated to Namibia in the 13th century. And the Ovambo are the largest ethnic group in the country at the moment, and they've fought against the colonists for quite a lot. And the last ones, because I'm getting bored of this segment too, is the, <laughs> is, the, is the Herrera people who stand at the forefront of Namibian culture with Herrero Roche women <laughs> weaving bright colors, <laughs> best joke I've ever made, bright colorful dresses with puff sleeves, and it was influenced by European cultures. So they made it into a, they made it their own by adding a headscarf with pointy sides to symbolize cattle's horns. Oh. And they were also part of the rebellion against the Germans. Oh. There was also, uh, did you say the Himba people? No, I got Himba. Herrero. They, they were like uh, nomads that were only really contacted like 15, 20 years ago. Oh, I yeah. find that fascinating that well, there's just like then. tribes out there. It's bonkers. That, like, Especially there. How did you miss them? Well, it's a desert. True. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's got there, the largest is, desert. <laughs> there's literally a, a fair chance that there's some tribes in Australia that have not been contacted. Yeah. I mean probably not because well, it's so warm but it's possible like we, we we know so little about some places mm. just because they're so inhospitable and pretty useless to us so we don't go oh harsh words there no because like useless in terms of if if you think there might be some oil or some minerals or something you're saying locations not people oh, it's, it's not that racist anymore <laughs> <laughs> not, after, not after portugal gate <laughs> portugal gate <laughs> uh yeah i don't know like 
the only reason why we explore stuff really it's not for the for it's the for views. gain it's, yeah. for the, it's for the lols <laughs> i mean it used to be just for exploration sake but now it does just seem like it's yeah but there was always this one thing like you wanted to come back with gold or you wanted to come back with this and that zoologists and come back with animal yeah. specimens pepper spread the good word of the lord, of the, lord. The, baby, the baby jesus yeah mm. uh i've got one more you, that would I've... you go colonizing for ed yeah, if you were going to spread or well, take one thing. Moon, so yeah, what are you going to take? It's to the sorted. Moon? What are you well, taking? Rocks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to take rocks to the moon. I know, to, no, I'm taking them back. No, Speaking I, I'm, I'm of moon rocks I, I from take... space. Oh, yeah. That uh, was the segue into my last fact that I've got. Sorry, I had to cut across you there. Uh, meteorites, yeah. yeah. The Gibeon meteorite shower is the largest known on Earth, uh, and it covers a wide elliptical area of uh, 275 by 100 kilometers. And uh, most of the pieces fell down into Gibeon, and there was about 120 specimens with a weight of almost 25 tons that have been recorded to <laughs> oh. land there. So can, can you st- still see that today? Like, you can see the remains? Oh, I don't know. Because that would be some great conspiracy well. theory, like <laughs> satellite picture. Oh my God, have you seen this, Mark? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> so maybe that was... Some of uh, yeah. the Luxembourgish and ish the Portugueses, yeah, throwing them down from the moon. That's how me was working it. Yeah, have you ever seen one in person? Uh, like the, the rock part, you mean? Of an actual meteorite? No, I don't I think, think so. I have. I went to the Kennedy Space Center in. Oh, no, that's true. I'd love to go there. I was only seven. Oh, well, I didn't. I didn't drink it in, to be honest. But I saw one. Did you see the set from the moon landing? No, because that's fake. No, the set. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, the set. The, the set is fake. <laughs> that's, that's a double <laughs> conspiracy. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick lied. Do you know he was he was supposedly the director for yeah, yeah. the yeah. moon landing. I mean, he was great. Also weird, but could have wheeled. What is what do you reckon? I don't know this for a fact, but I'm gonna play a guessing game. Namibia's national sport. Oh, I Ed. actually wrote quite... Well, I copy-pasted quite a lot about sports. So. Give it to us. Oh, yeah. So the most popular sport is... Can I guess rugby? No, the most popular sport is football. But Bullshit. the most successful rugby? national team is rugby. And, because, they, and they're fucking shit. Because <laughs> uh, they, complete, they played in six World Cups. Yeah, and they've lost every single game in it. Really? They, yeah, they qualified to all of the last ones, 1999, 2003, 2007, 2011, 2015, 2019. And they always get smashed. Mm. Cricket is also popular. They also get smashed. With the national side having qualified for the 2003 Cricket World Cup, 2021 ICC T20 World Cup, and the 2022 T20 World Cup again. Isn't, isn't T20 the more entertaining yeah. cricket, where it's like fast-paced? It's like and, a day. Yeah. But as in like five hours. But it's a low bar. <laughs> Isn't it? It's a low I'm, I'm intrigued because everyone I know that goes to cricket matches loves it. Yeah, but yeah, you don't but love you the match. You don't no, love the sport. No, you no, love it's it. just yeah. everyone getting pissed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to the horses, isn't it? I have no interest in it. I have no interest in people riding animals. But I, go, I, I would go there to get drunk and then, mm. you know, throw paint at people. Throw paint at people. Yeah. Go and collect some glue at the end. Well, Do they still use horses to make glue? In some places. Wow. Glue? Yeah. Yeah. What, using what part of the horse? Huffs. I think they just boil them down. The hoof. No. Yeah. Seriously. I thought they boiled them all down. No, it might be the bones The whole then. thing. Well, no, they strip the meat off and <laughs> then they... <laughs> Pop the kettle on. 
just a <laughs> massive one I, i'm sure i've googled it so many times how you make glue out of horses but it's so haunting when you just see the curtain go up and uh, then the guy just walk over it, just the, uh, well they make i've seen i've watched a video of how they make glue out of horses they put all the bones in the big vat and boil them for ages and then you get glue are you serious yeah like super that's, glue that's why just... prit sticks are in horse shaped <laughs> it's like a leg <laughs> They just shove a horse's leg in a in a plastic tube. <laughs> they don't really do that. You know, I, I got, <laughs> I got it's, that. It's true. It the, is true about the, the shape glue. of the prit is related to what? To a no, no, I was just taking the piss that prit sticks well, prit's are a leg shape. Old, Germ- old German word for pony. Not many people know this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it could be. Oh, we've gone tangents and tangents on tangents. Tangents on um, tangents on tangents. Have you ever be been fair, to horse uh, racing? Uh, I did once in High Wycombe, but it wasn't like a, everyone was wearing the little fascinator hats and uh, recruitment wankers weren't there. Isn't it like the big race, what's, what's famous it? race soon? It's in Cheltenham, I yeah, think, the big like, one. What, is, the Grand is National? That not soon? Is the Cheltenham the Grand National? I don't know. I don't follow it. I, I saw an advert, like an, uh, a billboard for some races recently. Like the famous well, one. Where I people think go. it is, yeah. I think it's... it's Epsom, that's where the Derby is. I fucking know. I'm not sure. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, this was like a, a little countryside one uh, in the middle of High Wycombe. Not in the middle of High Wycombe. That's, but like the countryside there. Near there. They used to- Near, what's the posh racing where they do the boat races? Henle. Henle. Yeah, around the corner from there. Oh, nice. And just beside it is the uh, windmill house from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've not seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, have you seen? Uh, no. Oh. Sweet. Oh, I went to I used to live near a Greyhound racing track, what about ten minutes down the road. That is something mental to me. So this I'm pretty sure does not exist in other countries. Is this dogs racing? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what the and fuck? they have like a little fluffy rabbit on a track. Right, it goes round the, that round, they, round the outside. Yeah, yeah. Greyhounds are good for long distances and whippets are good for shorter distances. Oh, so they've got different categories as well. Well you it's breed, like you breed of- dogs. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't take a Grand National racing jump runs running horse to do the prancy prancy fucking. I'd like to see a Saint Bernard run or like a bulldog that's, race. That's where they should have diversified because yeah. people. It's it's a bit like, I guess it's a bit like different weight classes in boxing. Yeah, you know, I, I would love to see a couple of, yeah, like what what is the Newfoundland category like? Yeah, it's like super heavyweight. I I really want to see sports where they just allow steroids. Yeah. I'd like to see a steroid Olympics. Have we? I think we may have spoken about yeah, that already. So. Just to see how far we can make it. Roid up some greyhounds and see how fast they can go. Oh, you want to do that to animals? Yeah. Imagine what would the scariest animal on steroids <laughs> be? Uh, Imagine how ripped a gorilla would be. Yeah, yeah well, I've seen those pictures of, of like, there is sometimes sometimes animals have genetic defect where they can't. They they like they produce way too much testosterone. They can't break it down. Uh, so you get like yeah. super like super physiological hydro 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 hypertrophy. It's like muscle growth. Yeah, I've seen the cows. Yeah, cows, and sometimes you see the odd dog that's yeah. there and they're just fucking rippling. <laughs> and uh, chimpanzees with no hair are Shredded. unbelievably ripped. Yeah. They're terrifying. And there was oh god, there's a uh, there was a. A gorilla, like an albino gorilla, in a Barcelona zoo. He died about ten years ago, but that was that was terrifying. Like white, he looked like the abominable, the abominable snowman. Mm. I um, 
I saw an al- what I think was an albino duck yesterday. Did I have red eyes? Well, no, I don't. I didn't look that close. I was in. I was walking I was around wearing sunglasses. Can <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> die. <Yeah. laughs> I was walking around. I was walking around one of the parks in Cardiff, and I saw loads of ducks, as I always do. And I was like, "Oh, that's a white duck." And I looked close, and I was like, "That's a really white duck." And I saw another white duck with a yellow beak, and I was like, "Oh, this this white duck's got a white beak." And I was like, I wonder if that's an albino duck. And I walked on in my day. Um, and now you've reminded me of it. It's probably just a kid who painted it. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of whales. Oh, good transition. Oh, have you got a, a seal of approval for Namibia? Oh, yeah, I've got a couple. We've got a new segment. Oh, so yeah. we, we spoke about doing the seal of approval because Nerpa was named after a seal. Nerpa and I wanted com. to look at kind of good eco projects or inventions or conservation efforts and things like that so i've got a couple oh one thing i wanted to say was namibia uh has like conservation built into its constitution and it was the first one to do it even before bhutan oh, that's sick wow. yeah i don't know what year it was done but um, make, make one up 20 i feel like bhutan was ages what? ago no I can't 1921. 19, yeah, yeah. 19, <laughs> let's go with 1921. Don't uh, believe us, please. <laughs> Namibia was awarded for successful sustainability tourism by the World Wildlife Fund in 2013, um, and it received the Gift to Earth Award from the World Wildlife Fund, uh, recognizing their progressive support for local conservancies using local communities, uh, and, and they ran the entire project. So it was all focused on small community-based projects that saved... Save the world, basically. Yeah, and, no, and, no, like, um, white saviour nonsense. Yeah, oh, do top, it locally. Top job. So, yeah, it was the first country, didn't have the year here, but over 42% of Namibia is under some form of protection, and that's to minimise negative human impact, which happens a lot in Africa. Um, and the main project I wanted to talk about was uh, it's called the Pathway to Renewable Off-Grid Community Energy for de- Development. And I think they just did this because... Is there an uh, acronym? Yeah. Oh, what is it? Is it good? Proceed. Mm. Oh, really? Give that a, yeah. oh, a five yeah. out of They 10. clearly just made that name like super Okay, long. we want a word. <laughs> <laughs> that means moving forward, I guess. Uh, so more than half the country's rural population has now access to electricity and it's basically creating off-grid infrastructure for local communities and... Uh, because they don't have access to the grid. And uh, it examines options for using off-grid hybrid energy systems to establish efficient and sustainable power supply in Namibia. Yes. And there's uh, a new company that have started uh, retrofitting electric cars, uh, and they are called Ecar Namibia CC. And uh, there is also uh, a young guy called Simon Petrus, who invented the first phone that doesn't require a SIM card. Therefore, it doesn't need airtime to make calls, making it completely free. And he was in like how year eleven. Al- how was he still alive then? I thought he'd have got blapsed by now. Yeah, <laughs> that that bloke who invented the light bulb never breaks. He got blapsed. That's an urban myth, but you know, same story. <laughs> same, same but different. Yeah, <laughs> blapsed is killed <laughs> for our international <laughs> listeners. Blaps, blaps, blaps. <laughs> ah, another really cool one. Sorry, I'm I'm rambling now, but uh, Namibian women have kind of traditionally been left out when you know uh doing kind of natural resource management but wwf not the wrestling federation works with uh partners in the country uh to 
uh, introduce women to that and bring women in, and uh, they now make up 35% of uh, Conservancy Committee members. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah, as a result, women are receiving a larger share of benefits and exerting a growing influence over resource management and community development. Good job, Vince McMahon. Yeah, they're fucking kicking ass. And that gets the NERPA seal of approval. Now, yeah, the first inaugural NERPA seal of approval. Um, I was going to try and make a seal noise, but... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, put it in post. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good, to be fair. Um, anyway, away from Namibia, from a country of around 3 million in Africa to one of around 3 million in the UK, Wales. Wales. Uh, we were, last weekend, having a bit of a jolly. I don't know how much you want to say. We, we, we went to Wales to test out some vehicles for our first... Well, the first trip that Nerpa Travel are going to run, uh, and it's in the works. It was fun. The vehicles are fun as hell. Two-wheel drive, little cargo motorbikes. Did some sweet. They can't. The only problem is you can't. You can't pop wheelies because they're two-wheel drive. So you can't get the back end. We well, maybe you can pop a wheelie. We I didn't like. mess. Basically, you have an app that you can sync up with the bike, and you can change like. You basically have like a learner mode and eco mode, and then I skid, don't know what skid mode, skid no, extreme wheelie no. mode. But we didn't put it on the extreme mode, so I reckon if you weren't what's, shit riders like us, what's learner mode? Learner uh, mode it just is like limits power and limits like it, the torque. Oh, so okay. like when you when you do pull the throttle, it's not going to like blast you down the road. It's going to like ease you into a controlled skid. Um, but yeah, the the two wheel drive is super fun when you're like trying to navigate through spongy woods and stuff like that and it's really counterintuitive to like normally you lean back on the bike and try and control it like that but to get more purchase you lean forward yeah and it like drags you up the hill but so, so yeah, much fun we um we thrashed around on um like a, a rally preparation circuit on one day and then we started like planning out some routes for the event when it comes to market so follow us on we nerpa travel on instagram or travel yeah, nerpa. Yeah. nerpa travel on instagram um because we got some sneaky sneaky sneak footage of the drones and all the gopros coming and, all over um, you very soon yeah <laughs> you will be coming all over you really soon it took, uh, me, it took me hours to clean those bikes they were yeah we made an absolute fucking mess the second day <laughs> um yeah so yeah. it was fun we'll have to get you and sam up on them as well i feel like i'm have you got a cbt like, no. I've still got them in Cardiff. You want to come around? Any bike. I feel like I'm just, I look too tall. For most Dude, I would no, love to see got, you on those got, fucking bikes. We got my, my sister's fiance. We got him on one. Oh, he's a similar height to you, actually. He's, okay. he's gigantic. Is this Junction Rentals? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ollie. Shout out Ollie. Junction Rentals. Um, if you need a paddleboard, SUP, there you go. whatever, that's a paddleboard. <laughs> He'll rent it you. No worries. An <laughs> no SUP, no a paddleboard, <laughs> a board that you paddle. <laughs> You a big surfboard that you paddle that <laughs> <laughs> comes with a paddle um, yeah I'll sort you right out uh, but so, yeah I'd love yeah. to get you and Sam up there and uh, and, and see how you get on because I mean Sam's going to be very good on bikes anyway yeah, yeah. but I'd love to I'm see not. you on one of them <laughs> yeah, I'm not. my bike experience is very limited limited to monkey bikes and that was just one day so they're yeah. almost easier to manage way easier way more fun they're definitely more e like easier to manage because in monkey bikes I was just too tall I couldn't reach stuff yeah like, your knees would be by your ears then. I'm guessing you don't yeah. have to worry about a clutch either twist and go <laughs> yeah. yeah and it sounds like me. no it's not like me. it's more like a you know like Kev did it 
It's like yeah, that. Electric, yeah. And but also, you can have a chat while you're going along. Uh, that's true. And also when you go down the hills, you don't don't pull the brakes on because it has regen. So as you like you'd see it, you'd go up a hill, you'd lose like two bars. And then as you'd like roll down the hill, mm. no brake on because the motor is just like... How, how good's the, the range? Well, we didn't get the chance to do a full range test. Um, it quoted range with one battery. The big battery is 120 kilometers, but that's like on the flat with road tires, like slick road tires. Hmm. So I'm going to be pooling around Cardiff on Saturday to do a proper range test. I reckon we'll get 18, kilometers 85 kilometers per hmm. battery. Um, and can you carry another battery or is it way yeah. too heavy? Battery's about 12 kilos. Fuck, that's quite heavy though. It's, but it's the, not the payload's though. 160 on the bike. Oh, okay. It's really Including nice. the rider. And also, like, we finished the day, unplugged the battery, brought them up into the hotel room, stuck them on charge, and ours were charged before bed. Like, In, in a normal socket? Yeah, yeah. Normal, normal socket. Nice. It's a bit of an, like the charger's got fans in it, but the chargers didn't get hot at all, neither did the batteries. Hence the fans. So the bikes are, are wicked. Legit. Yeah. Legit fucking fun. Real fun. And uh, yeah, we discovered, I didn't discover, but we, we took them on some really interesting routes. And um, yeah, the little looping roads that go around the reservoirs. Mm. I think that was the one that I sent yeah. you. But yeah, it was super fun. Super fun. And uh, we should definitely get you guys up as soon as possible. Do you have any like dates or anything for events? For, for events, any well, aims, got goals? A, still a few little minor hurdles to overcome, and then like, and then setting dates. So probably be looking to bring something for people to actually sign up for in around late August, September. That's the plan. Um, get the last bit of those yeah. British summer. Do you fare the best part of summer? September usually in the UK, I find personally. Well, be better, than, good. better than fucking late February. Yeah, that was <laughs> that first day. There were some points where the visibility was like twenty meters. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is what Wales is about, really. But then we, you'd like drive one round one bend, and it would just like it would open That's up. That's also into, what Wales is about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bendy roads, and then it opens yeah, up into yeah, just ooh. amazing vistas. And we only hit mid Wales, really. We didn't really go into North Wales much. Isn't mid Wales where it's empty anyway? Like where there's all of Wales is where it's empty anyway. Yeah, you leave Cardiff. Nothing. 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 Yeah, beautiful country. Not a lot. Underrated. Very beautiful. So yeah, keep your keep your eyes peeled on on the Nerpa socials because uh, we're gonna be some teasing, doing some teasing soon. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I hope that gets picked up. Um, <laughs> yeah, where we off, get cut? Where are we off next now? Then hungry, hungry, hungry. I have been twice. Yeah. Oh, me too, twice. I've only been there once. No. Yes, once. No, that was so. No, twice. Oh. But I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't really stop the second time. Well, so it doesn't count. I just drove through. Well, lame. Yeah, I've been thrice. Tell a lie. Oh, there you go. Balances it out. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Anyway, see you next week. See, see you next, next week. week. Oh, we never. What? Follow us on all socials. Right. Next Stop Adventures. Subscribe to all of our shit. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Rate it. Comment your favorite. We'll have to sort this out. Bit. This yeah, bit. maybe we should do yeah, it. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should actually next focus. episode, we'll do it at the start. Yeah. <laughs> see you in Hungary, yeah, everyone. See you in Hungary. Bye. <laughs>